Welcome to Vision Forward's Tech Connect Live, connecting you to the world of assistive technology. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tech Connect Live, your favourite assistive technology show that's broadcast every other Thursday at 11 from Vision Forward. Central. Did you, did, did you do that all without a breath? <laughs> I think I might have done it. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I think I need to go and recover for the rest of the show. Uh, hope Just everybody, the intro. Yeah. <laughs> hope everybody is having a, a lovely uh, pre-Halloween day today. Oh, it's so close. I know, it's almost know. That, time of, that time of year, which is one of my personal favorites because I like horror movies and horror media in general. Corey, how do you feel about horror? I, uh, I am also a fan. Mm, yeah, I am, I am, I'm definitely a fan too. You know, all those scary movies, mm. uh, one of the things I realized not too long ago, mm. I was watching a scary movie with, with uh, uh, audio description. So obviously audio description is pretty important, especially in a scary movie. Oh, yeah. But the problem is, is that it, they typically it gives, describe it the jump scare. <laughs> and a scary man jumps out. And, like, and then, boom. And then it goes, like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, that defeats the purpose of of what that jump scare was. Uh, oh well. Uh, well, I know that you enjoy uh, horror books. You are I do very reading much so. a Stephen King book. I'm also reading the same Stephen King book, strangely. So, yeah. uh, so yes, we definitely enjoy horror around here. How do our audience feel about horror? If you would like to tell us, then you can participate in the chat by participating in the chat. Um, go <laughs> yes. to the chat and typing whatever thoughts put you a, have about anything. Put a boo. If yeah. you like it. If you want to try and... and wait, put, no, that makes no sense. Well, like a ghost boo. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Ghost boo if you like it, and if you don't like it, put I don't like it. <laughs> Just so we're very clear here. Um, yeah, do, do remember as well, the chat's kind of weird with Zoom. By default, I think it will only send to hosts and panelists, and that means that the other, um, the other audience members won't get to see your comments. So if you do want other people to see your comments, do make sure to change the drop-down box, uh, the combo box, um, to everyone. And I will also try to remember to do the same. Uh, we are joined here today uh, by Jonathan, our producer behind the scenes. Jonathan, how do you feel about uh, horror media. Well, you know, it's really scary. People on YouTube can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is very true. Uh, can, so people on YouTube can't hear us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. so, okay. So, uh, I thought you just meant people in, on YouTube in general were quite scary. Well, and I mean, true. I was going to agree with you. That is true. Uh, Do you uh, switch over? Are we not capturing audio on the uh, OBS? Not sure. Uh, I'm not sure I want to mess with it. Is there zo uh, a zoom in there? But yeah. Please hold, everybody. Typically, I prefer horror books compared to uh, movies. Horror movies. I like horror books, but I actually prefer horror movies. That's fine. Yes. I'm not sure why we're not uh, getting that. I mean, everything seems to be set up correctly. So uh, apologies to those on YouTube. Maybe, Jonathan, you could put a link to register on Zoom to those people on YouTube so they yep. could join us on Zoom instead. Gotcha. And hopefully the people on Zoom can hear us, because otherwise <laughs> yeah. we're really uh, going. That's just a triple check. <laughs> but yeah, as long as OBS has got the uh, Zoom in there. Yes, OK. okay Nobody. Well, what Nobody has told us, uh, nobody's told us they can't hear us, so I'm assuming they sure. can. We're probably okay in, in Zoom. It would be nice if somebody connected in Zoom could quick just throw in the chat. That would be Loud wonderful. and clear. That would be wonderful. Corey, are it you uh, trick-or-treating this year? Uh, I will be going trick-or-treating with uh, my son, I think, for sure. Very nice. Uh, and what are you dressing as? I don't usually dress. Oh, come on. I have dressed up in the past, uh, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Sure. Why what not? else have we done? Mm, don't know. Yeah, we've done a couple other, my wife and I, but I don't think I will this year. I know that last year you forced your son to wear a Tyrannosaurus Rex I outfit. I did not force that, him. that was uh, way too was big way, for him. It was definitely, a, he wanted one of those inflatable ones, and they really only came in adult sizes, so it was this ginormous... It was big to begin with, and then you turn on the fan, so it blows the whole costume up. And the way that trick-or-treating ended last year is that we were walking home. He was exhausted because it was really hard to walk in. And then this little girl was really... Uh, She's maybe three, four years old. Yeah. Was scared of him, and so he ran at her to tell her that he was just a nice boy, but all it looked like was a big tyrannosaurus <laughs> running at her. So. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, we have a number of people saying that they can hear us, so that, that's a relief. At least those people can. Uh, unfortunately, our biggest fan Harpreet is not able to hear us, so that's a YouTube bummer. Yeah. Maybe, so hopefully he can register on Zoom. Down. Uh, maybe, maybe they're so, muted. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, when I checked it, I'm trying to play it through the speakers here. Yeah. Nothing. Hmm. And also in the chat, they're not saying anything. Okay, but great. I'm, I'm going to look into it. Never mind. Um, so we do have some people here giving us a bit of feedback. Marcy does not like horror media. Marcy, I am very sorry to hear that. Um, 
let's hear Reen Joan. That's what the name says. Hopefully I got that right. Says, I don't like them too scary. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of the point. But yes, my daughter hates to be scared. So, yeah, you know, I get it. They actually, I read a survey by one of the dating websites like a few years ago. This was now, and I forget what the website was. Talk about scary. Yeah, right, seriously. It may have been an app as well. I don't remember. Anyway, it was one of the biggest ones, and they did a survey. They did some data collection to see, like, get some ideas about what kind of people connect to each other. Sure. And apparently, a love of horror media is a big indicator of compatibility. So if you like it and your partner likes it, then that relationship is more likely to be successful, I guess, than if you like if you like it and they don't. Or but I wonder, like, could you do the same study on any, like, if? I was just gonna say, like, if you like to eat peaches and your partner likes to eat peaches, <laughs> like, I mean, does it does it have to be horror media, or can it just be if you both like something? But I guess horror media, there's a lot. You're going to the same movies, you're dressing up, your parties, you're decorating. Like, there's probably a lot more around the horror. Yeah, genre I think so. That, that think you so. might both get into them. Uh, Howard says, "Can we turn down our audio? It's overwhelming his screen reader." So I'll go ahead and turn down the master well, here, Corby. Um, and then hopefully, Howard, yeah, let us know if this is a little bit better. Hopefully, this will be a bit better for people. Uh, if it's too quiet, let us know. If it's still too loud, then also let us know. Let me just check the Q&A here. Kenneth in the Q&A says, I can hear on Zoom. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, I suppose we should probably get on with today's show, Corey. What do you think? We shall. Okay. Excellent. And, uh, oh, we forgot our joke, actually. Yeah. So let's do our joke of well, the week. Before that, though, we have a new, uh, it's, it's joke time. <laughs> 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 oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't talk, get to the button, and figure out what let I was going to do. Let me try it here. Okay. Oh, that was a long one. Oh, no. Let's try this one. Joke of the week time. <laughs> I like it. There we go. Uh, for those people who um, join us regularly, you will know that we do enjoy doing jokes. Now, we do have a joke in the chat here, so let me uh, read this one. Okay. Okay, here we go. Jonathan's from, got one for us, too. So he does, yeah. yeah. Let's start with Marcy, though. Yeah. What did the green grape say to the purple grape? Um, I don't know. Breathe. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Very good, Marcy. We will like give that. you, like, I don't know which one of these sound effects is uh, which, so let's go for this one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Marcy, that was just fate, so apparently. Let, let uh, me do it, Marcy. <laughs> Hold on. There you go. <laughs> uh, Kenneth says he does not like gory horror. Yeah, I can agree with that, okay, actually. Sure. I used to enjoy gory horror more when I was younger, but as I've got older, I've got queasy with that stuff. Um, so I tend to I tend to stay away from the... I tend to stay away from the realistically gory. You know, yes, I don't like the... Saying, I don't yeah. mind the stuff that's kind of ridiculously over so the top. But. One of the things I wanted to do at my house was... Uh, project this digital display on my front door sure, sure. so i was showing my son and daughter last night the one i was thinking about doing well what i didn't realize it's a picture of a there's a kid at the front door so he looks like he's outside your front door he uh smashes a pumpkin the door opens a guy grabs him drags him in and then you hear some screaming and then the door <laughs> opens again and then the guy has the kid's head and puts it down as it's a jack oh and I wow. was like oh my gosh I had no idea That's, uh, so intense. obviously that is not the uh, that is not the option that is going at our house so speaking of I was, I was, it's a very good sometimes it, without audio description you don't realize <laughs> what, what you're missing Seriously. yeah it was you're just bad. gonna you're just gonna sky your kids for life but I, be well, fine. That, be fine. I've already done that <laughs> this watching this doesn't change that um, Marcy says does Thriller count? I love Halloween. Yes, Ooh, Thriller definitely counts. Thriller is a great one. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. All right, so Classic. our joke of the week. Uh, so we're passing this on to Jonathan. So Jonathan, yeah, hit us pressure. with the joke. Yes, so um, it, my mic is on, correct? Yes. yes. Great. So uh, recently I went to an investment presentation. Okay. So one of those big uh, uh, big places where they rent out a you know a, a hall, a stage. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, everyone was sitting down and, and the presenter gets up on stage. He's dressed as a skeleton. Um, guess what he tells us all to uh, invest in? Where does he want us to put our money? Uh, hmm, that's a great question. Skeleton bones. Um... In crypto. <laughs> hey! I like it. All right, very good. good. I like the build-up. It's almost a shame that we said it was joke time because it would have been more effective if this just seemed like an off-the-cuff oh, kind of story. Like kind of, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Right. Very good. Okay, so let's get on with the show. And today we are talking about, well, what are we talking about? Because there's a bit of a, um, you know, a bit of a differentiation of opinion as to how we pronounce the device. Corey, how sure. do you pronounce this device? I 
pronounce it Arxvision. Okay, and me too. But another way to do it would be A R X Vision. Or um, another way, yeah, would be A R X V Vision. <laughs> or A R. Yeah. Um, but this is a wearable device. Now, this is uh, pretty new. Um, I actually saw a prototype a few years ago. At the time, it was called Horus, as in the Egyptian deity. And um, that was coming out of Italy. But now I believe that production has shifted to England. I think I'm right in saying that. Okay. Um, and this is a wearable kind of smart assistant, I'm going to say, is a way, uh, one way to put it. It's similar to the Orcam, if people are familiar with the Orcam. It's a similar concept whereby they are <coughs> using artificial intelligence to provide a number of features that they believe will be beneficial to people with vision loss. Yeah. Now, this could be used by a person who is blind or a person uh, with low vision. The design concept is a um, is a headphone, uh, bone conduction headphone mm -hmm. style design. So for those not familiar with the bone conduction, <clears throat> the idea with that style of headphone is it does not cover the ears. It actually sits on the jawbone and um, conducts um, sound through vibration. Uh, weird concept, but it does work. So um, you hear it as you would normally hear something that was over the head. Um, however, um, it's not covering your ears. So the reason that they went for that design is so that you can have the open ears as you are walking around and doing things. And that way you can still kind of navigate safely and so on and so forth. <clears throat> and we'll talk about how well we think that, that particular design mm -hmm. works. Um, Corey's wearing the headset right now. In terms of the physical makeup, the camera and sensors are located on the right side. There is a kind of rectangular uh, plastic area that houses those, as well as three buttons, which are different shapes. So we have a triangular button toward the front there, a circular button in the middle, and a square button uh, to the closest to the ear, to the back there. And so those buttons are going to control all the different functions of the headset. Mm -hmm. um, pretty simple to operate, which is one of the things I do like about it. You can't really go wrong with the buttons because um, they're easy to distinguish and, and tactile. Yep. I will say though, <coughs> the um, the <laughs> the um, sorry, I just I got distracted because. <laughs> It just made me laugh here in the chat. He said, turning down the volume helped a little, but I, he had to go into the mixer settings and turn turn down in the volume on his PC to 25. And, and then he followed up with, we must be the loudest thing on the net. <laughs> oh, no, Howard, you know us. That's, the, 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 yeah, that's no surprise. I'll tell you what, I'll crank us down just a little bit more here. Um, but uh, yes, um, just let us know if you can't hear us. Um, okay, so anyway, as I was saying that the buttons are easy to locate, but they do feel to me a little on the cheap side. I don't know about you, Corey. The buttons themselves? Yeah, just like uh, when you press them, they have a bit of kind of movement to them that, yeah. I don't know, it just feels a little cheap to me. I, I kind of know. I mean, yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's not a big deal at all, but um, just just it doesn't feel exactly like a premium product. And I would say the plastic is kind of the same, like the housing as well. To me, it doesn't feel exactly like the, you know your top tier premium products. Although that being said, um, you know we are talking about a device which is significantly cheaper than some of the devices yes. on the market here. So yeah. the retail for this particular device is twelve ninety nine, which um, compared to something like the Orcam is significantly cheaper. Now <laughs> I don't think. In terms of the uh, technical, um, what's the right word here? It's not as, as advanced, I don't think, as the Orcam, you know. Um, but um, that being said, you know, it is significantly cheaper. However, one of the things with this device is you are providing your own processing power through your smartphone. So this does need to be connected to your smartphone via a USB-C cable. Corey, if you want to just uh, uh, show how that would work. So. Yeah. So, and but as you say that, too, the other thing to, to tie in with that is that it is Android only. Yes. It only works with an Android smartphone. So we've got a USB-C here. Now, I'm assuming, I didn't look in the, the package, but I'm assuming <coughs> there must be adapter. a USB-C to micro in case your phone isn't USB-C. Yeah. Although most, I think, are now. So, yeah, so just plugs into the charging port in the bottom of your Android smartphone, and that's going to... Uh, uh, connected, so that means it's drawing, like you said, all the processing power yep. and, and battery, the, yeah, which is yeah. kind of nice. So the headset themselves itself does not need to be charged whatsoever. It's drawing power from the connection, and there's a wire coming off of sort of that uh, rectangle. It's about tic tac container size uh, on the right temple. The 
uh, power cords coming from there as well. Yeah, too. so you are tethered here. You are going to have a cable going to your phone, but the cable's a generous size and you can easily put your phone in your pocket. I'm assuming you have pockets and, uh, you know, it won't really get in the way. So um, I do like the fact that, that it doesn't require the headset to be charged because that's just a little more convenient. You can just pick it up and go. Mm -hmm. um, although I do suspect it's going to drain your phone battery life more quickly. Um, so that's uh, something to yeah. bear in mind. I also wonder, Corey, whether, <clears throat> whether it has to be a USB-C in terms of data transfer speeds or whether it would work with it, a micro USB. Yeah, it might. It's a good question. I mean, yeah. I think, like I said, I think almost all, most of the phones are probably uh, USB-C now yeah. anyways, yeah. but yeah. I, I didn't look in the box and yeah. I, I didn't ask them, so. Okay, uh, so that's something we're not 100% sure about. Now, uh, to the left side is mostly just the bone conduction bit that sits on the jaw, <clears throat> which is kind of like a circular um, surface that basically just sits on top of the jawbone uh, by the ear there. Um, but uh, there is also a couple of volume controls on that part as well, so you can adjust the volume um, using those volume controls on the headset. It's a pretty simple design, and um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, it, it does the job now for my, s well, okay. For Corey, he's had some issues with the I, headset. I have a ginormous head, <laughs> uh, so it does not fit me very comfortably. I yeah. have it on right now, but any kind of movement, like I just looked up towards the ceiling, and the whole device has now just shifted and covering my ears. Yeah, uh, moving right, left, same thing. It's just it, the the headband. The headband itself is a hard plastic uh -huh. that goes around the back of your neck. But being hard plastic, you have now no. Uh, uh, there's no adjustment whatsoever. Right. Um, so, so it's, it's kind of a one size fits all, but one yeah. side doesn't doesn't fit all. Yeah. Well. So yeah. I mean, I I can wear it, but any kind of you know movement and and one of the the upsides to this device that we hadn't yet mentioned is the uh, future ability to use Ira or Be My Eyes. And mm -hmm. so now you're really going to be using it more hands-free, moving around. And so that's one thing I'm, I'm not a huge fan of is just how it fits. Uh, you know, my head. Yeah, and uh, for me, like, my, my head is narrower than Corey's, and for the most part, like, it stays pretty much where it should do with my head. I, I would prefer a little bit more kind of secure, of a secure fit, um, but it's certainly not uh, terrible for me. Now, the other thing with the headset design that makes it a little tricky is the rectangular part which houses the camera is hinged, and so the idea is that you're able to move it downward or upward depending on the location of the thing that you're trying to, um, you know, do something with but it's difficult to know um you know exactly where that camera is pointing so if you are trying to locate an object and i just realized we haven't actually talked about the features yet yeah i will do that in a second but one of the features is locating objects and if you are trying to locate an object it can be difficult because you don't know exactly where the camera is positioned ne necessarily and so you don't know how much you need to tilt your head in order to try and find the object so um, there are you know certain challenges um, that you get with a headborne device like this yeah um, now in terms of features Corey, did you want to run us down with yeah. Yeah. So these features are going to sound very uh, similar to any uh, any app you might be familiar with, SuperSense, Seeing AI, and Vision AI. So you're going to have your short text mode, you're going to have your document mode, you have scene, you have object detection, facial recognition, and then QR code reading. Now that one's unique. Yeah, that one is 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 a little more unique. And and so what it basically you might say, well, you know, then what's kind of the upside to this? Well, really, what it comes down to is that you get all of that in a hands-free headset mm -hmm. versus seeing AI or Envision AI or SuperSense where you're using the camera built into your smartphone to do all that. So you either have to be holding it or have some kind of chest harness or something like that yeah. where this is, uh, you're doing getting all the same features, but you're getting these head-mounted glasses to perform those those features. Yeah, and we have seen people struggle using their phones to do these types of tasks, so it is nice to have the option of a uh, of a wearable device mm -hmm. to do them too. The other thing I want to note too, just as we're sort of going through the headset, one other thing that um, it, for me it's it's not a deal breaker, but it, I definitely can feel it. The right on the right temple, that oh, yeah. that rectangle, that's the camera. That gets pretty warm. Yeah. Not not like unbearably warm, but you definitely feel it. And mm -hmm. when you take it off after using it for a, for a bit, you can feel the heat and you can feel it on your face. So just something else to to be aware of too, that there is a little bit of heat that's generated from, from that device. Yeah. And the developer is aware of that and they are working to reduce the, uh, the heat output. So uh, yeah. And you know, the thing with these devices these days is, I mean, you know, uh, everything can be updated. 
we're talking about essentially an app which is connecting to a headset and that app is obviously a piece of software and that piece of software can be worked on and developed yeah. on them so it can improve over time they can add new features and even the heat i mean uh you know even something like that can probably yeah, be managed. better use of a battery <coughs> yeah, and exactly. all that kind of stuff exactly. so, so. Um, all right, so are we ready to do some demonstrations? We are probably ready to do de uh, demonstrations. As usual, if anybody has any questions or comments, then you can put those in the chat, and we will tr uh, try to answer them as we go along here. Um, one thing I would just like to say here mm -hmm. as well, it seemed to me like the developer, or at least the one that we uh, spoke to, uh, recommended the Pixel 6 as the best phone to use with this device, and you told me that the Pixel 7 is out now. Yeah, yeah, so, so. I think he really is recommending top-tier devices. Right. Pixel right. 7, this, the Galaxy line both i think from mostly from a data uh, throughput those devices yeah. have faster USB-C ports, so the faster the phone can get the image from the headset the faster results you're going to get that to me that's the camera quality doesn't matter because it's using the the head mounted camera but it was the throughput how fast it could get the info and send it back that makes that sense. made a that made more of a difference yeah and i think uh, you do need to be connected to the internet for this to work as well right I, that, yes, yes, I yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So do. you will need an internet connection. I mean, most people with smartphones do have those. So. And I think they are working. Uh, there's an experiment mode that gives you some more experience. And I believe some of that was on device, uh, trying to get most as much as they could uh, processing on the device so they could speed that process that makes up sense. too. All right, so we have given a very lengthy intro here, but uh, now we've finished discussing the device. It's time to put it to the test, and okay. Corey is going to be our uh, test subject here. So one thing I wanted to mention, too, is that because it's bone conduction, for those who have used bone conduction, it can be good. I love to have the ears free, but man, it cannot be super easy to hear. Sometimes you really got to crank it up. One thing that the Arts Vision will allow you to do, though, is to switch the... Um, audio instead of coming through the headset it can come i'm sorry yeah through the headset it can come through the handset yes. <laughs> the phone yes. itself yeah. so that's how we'll have it so it's a little bit easier to hear now it should um, launch the app but i don't I think don't it is doing <laughs> let's go ahead and do this yeah let's i have a uh, talk back to <laughs> It's very scary. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're currently in an idle mode. So that just means right now that the glasses are, the camera's off and nothing's going on. Quick little breakdown on how to use the device, the three buttons. Uh, there is a help mode where we can go in and press each button and it'll tell us what it does. Basically the triangle button or the one farthest away from our ear is going to switch through our different scenes. The middle button, the round button, is can be held down to give voice commands to switch uh, scenes instead of hitting the button if we prefer. And then uh, the square button, if we press and hold that, it's going to take us always back to this idle mode, basically turning the camera off. Yep. So what do you think? Should we start with short text? Yeah, so first? we're going to start okay. with short text. With those not familiar with short text, the idea is that the camera will, you will point the camera toward any text and it will just read whatever it can see. So this isn't really designed for reading full 8.5 by 11 documents. It's more just for reading small amounts of text. And Corey, you have a business card here. I have here. a business card here. So I'm going to just keep the handset on the table. Once it starts talking, though, if someone could just throw in the chat really quick, if you're able to hear the phone. If not, I can bring it up a little closer to my mic or turn it up. So first thing, though, I need to do is hit the triangle button and get into our uh, short text mode. Scene detection. Document scan. So each press. Short text. There we go. Now you're going to hear a the noise that's telling us the camera's live. I'm going to hold up my business card and look at it because the camera should be pointing at basically what I'm looking at. P A M I O goes I A. Oh, that's very good. -A. <laughs> Not any good useful information. Now I'm just I'm going to turning it upside. Maybe it was upside down. Okay. Let's try. I don't think it matters. Vision forward. Ooh. Vision forward. Okay, got a little Vision more. Vision forward. Vision forward. Cat and Corey Ballad. C A T I S. Okay. Corey Ballad. Caddis. Okay, but I need a little. Ion forward. Maybe hold a little higher. Yeah, maybe. Vision forward association. Corey Ballad. There it goes. C A T I S director of technology. P H four one four six one five oh one two four. Challard Division Forward dot org. Challard. Yeah. So. 
That was a good, okay, now I'm gonna press and hold the square button closest to my ear. Let's go back into idle. So that's a good example. Um, it was, you're right. Uh, at first I wanted to see if it was flipped upside down, but really what it came down to is I had the it down too low. I needed yes. to bring it up a little bit farther. Mm -hmm. So it was probably not getting the whole thing. Maybe it was just catching the top line yeah. there. Yeah. Once I brought it up though, we got yeah. pretty good results. It was there. very good, I would say, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, now um, the quality of the voice, we don't think is necessarily the best just because it tends to have a bit of like a hiss about it. It's very the understandable. It's a nice voice, it's but the, the quality yeah, is... Yeah, it's like too much yeah. distortion. Yeah. Like I like I like the tone of the TTS. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it needs to be cleaned up. It's You're right. It's uh, it, To me, it always sounds distorted even yeah, when we too. turn it down. It sounds like it's a, a weirdly low bit rate for some reason. Yes. I, don't know yes. why, I don't know why that would be the case. But anyway, the short text, um, we've had a pretty good experience with it. It seems to do a decent job. Now, I'm curious, Corey, yeah. when you first tried, the card was upside down. It right. was, and okay. you correctly identified it. Now, I didn't know if it could read upside let's down or not. Yeah, so I want to try uh, that again. Let's try it. Let's see if... Oh, well, this is going to be a live decision. <laughs> I'm going to try the voice to switch to short text, but I don't okay. remember if it's called short text or I, not. I believe in you. Let's try let's it. it. We're going to press and hold down the middle button until I hear a beep. Hello, beep. I'm going to press and hold down the middle <laughs> button until I hear a beep, which I don't like doing because it's pressing the hot thing against my face even more. <laughs> Come on. Please just grin. Well, that's it. Well, you never be. Short text. Short text. Hey. Okay, good. Switch good. modes via voice. All right, now we're upside down, holding it up higher. I that don't think it can read upside down. Yes, that's okay. So let me let me now translate what it said. <laughs> no, I'm just All right, now I flipped it up and we'll try it again. Four. Six. VSO forward. A little bit closer. Closer. Front forward. Yeah. There it goes. So it definitely appears. I'm gonna hold down square. Let's get a, it. Definitely looks like it does not work upside yeah. down. Kind of weird in this day and age. Yeah, uh, but then should. again, the all cam doesn't either. Yeah, so. it, it it must. I think maybe when it's doing live like that, it just ah, can't. Maybe. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, which takes us on to our next test. So yeah. um, that was the short text, ideal for reading um, just small amounts of text, really. Um, just quickly in the chat here, uh, Howard is asking if you can change the voice because he finds male voices easier to understand. I don't think you can. I did not see anything in no. the settings for being able to change to a male voice. I don't believe so. And I agree with you, Howard. For, indiv any, for individuals that may have hearing loss, mm -hmm. having the lower frequency voices or just the ability to change voices can be nice. One thing I also noticed and maybe I'm off on this but you cannot have it just use your own Android TTS so right. we're using Evan for talkback mm -hmm. uh, which is a vocalizer voice but it doesn't appear that you can get the app to use that it looks like it's yeah, using it's, its, it's own all the time voice yeah all right, um, so we have looked at a short text. Now we're going to look at document mode. Okay. The point of this uh, mode is to read eight and a half by 11s primarily. So when you've got a longer document, rather than doing it live, because it's not practical to sit there and try and hold the document at the right distance live to have all the text read to you. So instead, this works by taking a picture of the document. And people are probably very familiar with this uh, style of thing already. Um, I do like the way that this, uh, this device gives the feedback to help you position the document properly so the headset captures the whole page. So mm -hmm. we're going to check that out now. So Corey, if you'd like to show yeah, us that. Yeah, and this will do auto de uh, auto detection and auto picture taking. Yep. So before I jump in and it starts talking, I'm just basically going to look forward with my head up. I'll bring the document up, maybe try to line the cent my nose, center of my nose with sort of the center of the document, if I can try to kind of envision uh, getting that lined up. And then we'll hear it give directions and then it should auto take the picture. And I think we get some cool little noise we too. Do. So, yeah. All right, I'm gonna hit my triangle button until I get to document. All right, and I'll lift it up. So you can hear. Oh wow, that was amazing, Corey. I'm the, that's because I'm the best. Wow. So you heard it say move right there. It will give you directions. As a result, 30% of this population reported as living below the poverty one, however, a 
All right. All right. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do it one more time, and let's see if I can. I'm gonna purposely have it give us directions. Yeah, because we want to hear how it gives the directions here. So raise document. Raise document. Move right. Move right. I'm way too high. I know. Move right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna help it. I'm gonna help it a little bit. Document aligned. Hold steady. All right. Move left. Oh, change his mind. Document aligned. Hold steady. Hold further away. Okay. Document aligned. Hold steady. Hey. Right, we so I we got a bit more of a feel. For, yeah. <laughs> we got a bit more of a feel there for the directions. What is this reading? Yeah, I'm not, not even sure what. I'm not even sure what I was reading. No. All right, I'm going to put it in the idle so we can talk so a little the, bit the more. The first time you did it, it worked great. Yeah. Second time, we got some strange, funky results. Although, I mean, yes, it, it definitely worked. Yep. Um, I will. I mean, anyone who uses OCR technology knows that nothing's ever 100% perfect. You're always, I, at this point, I barely even hear. I actually have to pay attention for the mistakes because right. my brain has yeah, gotten so good at just yep. filling it in. Yep. This one... Uh, it's fast. I love the directions. It does a good job. But I will say the OCR is not great, great. Um, I mean, I think it did pretty good. There was a number of, of, of weird yep. errors that it had. Sure. Um, I think when you compare it to other things, like if you compare it to OrCam, it's really not even a, yeah. a, a, a same. It's not a fair comparison, though, because OrCam's uh, OCR is so darn good. It's, it's also forty-five hundred yes. yes. But this is a more glossy uh, document too, yeah. so it still did. It still did a very decent job. I think the word "decent" is the right word to use here. Like the OCR is very usable, and yeah. I, I think the way it gives directions is really, really helpful. Um, it does definitely help you get the document aligned where you need yeah. it to be. So I, I appreciate that feature, and I do want to point something out, Shikori. If I can just borrow this document, a second. yes, please. So the first time that we did the OCR there and it was reading, it started, it said the number 70%. Mm -hmm. The number 70% on this document, is, I'm surprised it got it. Yeah. It's in a weird cursive format and it's also kind of larger than the rest of the text, if you see what I mean. Yeah, so it almost seems like it's maybe separate. Yeah, from but it, it, it read it, it correctly. I don't know if yeah. you can hold it up to the camera. Oh, actually, I can't. I can't see what I'm looking at because the chat window's in the way. There we go. Uh, so I don't know if anybody, it's kind of out of focus here, um, but if anybody can see where my finger is pointing, that's I, where I the, okay, fair enough. Um, so that's where the 70% the is. It's kind of funny because yeah, because yeah. of the green screen, this uh, the top of the uh, document looks like it's see-through. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> there um, we go, there we go. So the other, good. One yeah. of the other challenges with this device... Uh, Jonathan, can you refocus on us now? Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, and, and, not, and not just this device, but a, a lot of these headborne ones like OrCam, you get no gran granularity yes. of navigation. Yes. Uh, you know, with this device, it's reading and that's really it. And yeah. it reads through and, and you yeah, better get it the first time. Yeah, I don't think there's any options, are there? I don't believe there are. I know with other devices like OrCam, you can skip forward and back by sentence, but that's it. So mm -hmm. it's hard if you wanted to review a phone number or a total or something, you, you can't really do that. But again, I don't know that these devices are really made for that. And once you start adding that complexity, then it becomes, you know, a little obviously more hard. I mean, hard your, to your, use, your ultimate method of text navigation with OCR is going to be using a computer, ultimately. Yes, if you really need, you know, to dive in and, and you're going to get more from a computer, absolutely. Yep. This is really just going to give you a straight uh, re read through of the document. No saving, so you got to, no. if you want to read it again, you're going to just have to capture that image again. Now, uh, if anybody can hear any strange noises, we have a construction going on in our building. They were quiet up until now and they've just started with the drilling. So, <laughs> yeah, so if anybody hears anything, week, I apologize. We've been listening to, we have, to it, fun stuff. It's been driving us absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so that was the, the document That was mode. document. Um, yeah. I did want to actually just jump in here and uh, quickly with the OrCam because you mentioned like with phone numbers, OrCam has the smart reading mode where yeah. you can literally ask it to find specific information which is really unique to the OrCam. Um, so that's a nice way of doing that type of stuff. But this device doesn't have anything like that. Yeah. All right, um, Corey, I did also want to take a look at a newspaper because this is something yeah. that people often want to be able to read. And um, the newspaper is a different format to 8.5 by 11, so that's one challenge. Also, the print is fairly small and poor quality. So I wanted to take a look in, yeah. in the document mode, see how it coped with that. Now, the hard part, too, we got to remember with newspapers is that it's you, it's without vision, it's impossible 
to capture the article you want to read, right? Yes, You're just going to pretty much get it. Yes. Uh, but it, but uh, 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 then again, if you are totally blind, using OCR in a newspaper is not how you would access the newspaper. No, You're going to use NFB Newsline. You're going to do something else. So. Yeah. Um, this is good, though, for individuals who might have some low vision who can identify and really focus in on the uh, article. So we're going to flip to document. Document scan. Bring it up. Move right. Move left. Move left. Hold further away. Raise document. Document aligned. Hold steady. Raise document. Raise mm -hmm. document. I don't know how high you are, Mr. there. Aligned. <laughs> no, my arms are getting tired. Uh oh, the page is flopped over. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, let's try. Trying to, it's so big, it's trying to get the whole, all four edges. Oh, okay. So I really had to pull far away because it needed to see this much bigger than eight and a half by 11 sheet. Yep. But now farther away, we're going to get less detail on. So I can tell that it's obituaries. The problem is, I don't know who passed away. Uh, no. I think I got a Sally. I don't know if Sally passed away or she was <laughs> she was, she was Last time there. we did this, it said the alleged son of someone. I don't. I think it's supposed to have been beloved instead of alleged, which is a very different article. That was a good mistake. Uh, you know, it, it was a mistake that. So. Now, I will say, uh, looking at the lighting here, it's not really ideal. So if sure. we improve the lighting a little bit, I think the results would improve. In fact, when we uh, yeah. made a produced video on this, we were sat in a different location with different lighting, and it did a much better job of getting that obituaries page. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely going to uh, play a part um, in, in your results. Yeah, yeah, I really do think the OCR, you know, for the short text, it's great for identification. Mm -hmm. Document is great for eight and a half by 11. 11 sheets of paper yeah and that's really i think where it's strong suit yeah, is anything um short text is okay for like a product you know trying to read the front of a box or something too it'll do okay yeah um round cylinders it did okay it was a little harder though obviously to to find where text was but sure. um again you know if you if you're looking to read your mail or read a document and you need accuracy i think i'm gonna probably go computer yeah. every time i think that's fair enough all right, so that was the OCR. Now, I think we both agree that OCR is probably the best feature in terms of utility for this device. Is that fair to say, Corey? Yeah, and, and I think when we say utility, I, I have the easier time thinking how people are going to use it. Yeah. And I would love, we're going to move on here to scene and object detection. And as we do it, I'd love for people to put in the chat, if you're using a solution like Seeing AI or InVision or SuperSense or even the Arcs Vision, if you're using scene detection, uh, scene description, or object detection in those, let me know how you're doing it in real world uh, circumstances. Yeah. Because that's where I struggle. Yeah. You know, the scene detection will show in just a minute. You know, it's going to say you walk in, it says an office with tables and chairs. Well, yeah. I kind of knew that, that anyways. Yeah. Like, how yeah. often do you walk into a room where you're like, I have no idea where I am <laughs> and what's in here? Um, so it's getting that usable information, but um, again, please put it in the chat because just because I can't think of ways doesn't mean people haven't thought of awesome ways to be doing some of, uh, of this object more so than seeing. Yeah. But. All right, so this is going to be a uh, Tech Connect Live first. We are going to... Something, something, nothing could go wrong. <laughs> nothing could go wrong. Uh, Corey's going to stand up and walk into the room because we need to but have I him looking around the room But I can only go about here. a couple feet because I'm all with tethered. His, with his microphone. Mic'd so. up here, so let's see if I can... Uh, let me switch to a different camera stand here. Stand up here. And hopefully we'll see Corey walk into frame. And I can come around... Again, apologies if you can, if you can hear here the, a little uh, bit. the drilling. All right, so okay. now I'm looking into our tech room here it's very clean <laughs> there's not stuff everywhere all right here we're gonna try and just as if i kind of came into a room i'm gonna switch to scene mode i'm just gonna look forward and it should give us some kind of information here scene detection okay an office with a large screen okay okay i'm gonna turn my head just a little bit an office with a computer and a desk 
Oh, that's very useful. Okay. <laughs> now maybe I'll look over this way. I might see Jonathan on the camera. A desk and a large screen with text saying they. Saying they. Saying they. <laughs> so sometimes if it will see text, it'll try to read it. I'm going to try. with a desk and computers with text saying technology possibility H. That's not Ooh, bad. No, so they're up on our wall. It says technology creates possibility. So it missed. A room with a window and a desk. Okay. So I'm going to stop it here. So again, my point is that was information, but is it useful information, right? I mean, what, what did it give me that I didn't already know coming, even if this room was unfamiliar, how often do you come into a room that's completely unfamiliar? You don't even know why you're there and why you're walking in. <laughs> um, usually you're going to have some kind of information. So what did I gather? Really, the, the, probably the, the only thing I gathered that I may not have known prior was that there was text up on a wall that it saw. Other than that, I, I could have assumed that there was tables and chairs and things like that. Corey, do me a favor. Yeah. Go back to scene mode and look toward me, because I think if it recognizes a person, it will tell you they're there in scene uh, mode, right? Yeah, I think okay. so. Oh, it's really weird to hear you in my headphone, but not hear you <laughs> Next with my ears. So that's like, <laughs> where are you? Okay, <laughs> let me switch to scene mode here. Okay, so I think I'm looking at you. Just person call me a person. Hey, there, got it. So that was interesting. Let me do it one more and bring it a little closer to the mic, maybe. A person playing a video game. Huh? <laughs> so let's try That's what more. I do when you leave the table, going. Let me try it one more time. Let's see if I can get it to see. A you. person wearing glasses yeah. and a person looking like Luke Scriven. Yep. Perfect. So in this case, what happened was because we had used the facial recognition feature I guess I can come sit down or do we need uh, well you're gonna have to stay out there for objects so oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah. so w what we had done in the past was we used facial recognition and we programmed it to uh, for Luke's face so now when I was in scene and looked over at him it was able to first identify there was a person, but then it also said it looked like Luke Scriven. So that's pretty cool too. Yeah, I like that. One thing you'll see, and we're releasing a video on this device next week, Thursday, and one of the things you'll see is I use uh, object detection to find a chair, and Luke's actually in the chair, and it says a chair, somebody sitting in a chair looks like Luke Scriven. So that part was kind of cool. Now, behind the scenes, that took us about eight tries uh, to, even, to get that to work. So um, it, it has the capability, it's just getting it to do it each time. Yeah, like I think if this feature was a bit more robust, then it definitely could uh, give you some useful, what I'm going to call actionable information, yeah. i.e. information you can do something with. But at the moment, it's a little bit touch and go, and so it's not necessarily super helpful for, for most people, I don't think. Uh, Corey, um, next feature object is going to be object detection. Yeah, and with this mode, we can choose between different objects specifically that we're trying to locate. So in the scene mode, it's just going to tell you about anything. In the object mode, you can tell it, I'm looking for a chair, I'm looking for a desk, I'm looking for a computer, whatever it might be, and it will try and guide you to that specific object. So, Corey, I think we're going to do chair, if you... Yeah, sure. What I, what I think I'll do real fast is just because we got time, let me go through each of the things it can sure. identify. Good idea. And then we'll come back to chair because that's where it sort of defaults. Yeah. So, Triangle button until we get to scene, and then once we're in scene, we're gonna hit our round button to switch through the different, ob I'm sorry, not scene, object. Mm -hmm. Then we'll use our round button in the middle to switch through the different objects it's detecting. When it detects something, we're gonna hear that tick, tick, tick noise. When it actually detects what we're looking for, we'll hear a beep, uh, just so we know that it sees it. Scene detection, document scan. Short text. Let me get the object. Object search. There it is. Okay. Quickly press the circle button to search for another object. Looking for chair. So chair. I'll hit the round button. Looking for couch. Couch. Looking for table. Table. Looking for book. Book. Looking for phone. Phone. Looking for laptop. Laptop. Looking for. Mouse. Mouse, and that's a computer Looking mouse. For handbag. <laughs> handbag. Looking for suitcase. Suitcase. Looking for backpack. Backpack. Looking for person. Person. Looking for car. Car. Mm. Looking for toilet. Toilet. Looking for sink. Sink. <laughs> yeah. Remote. You have to go. Yeah. Remote. And back to chair. So now we're in chair mode. 
So now I'm gonna just slowly scan around the room and if we can get a chair, it's gonna beep. Now we've had mixed, mixed results. results. <laughs> I think it depends on the chair and, okay, yeah. so I'm gonna turn. I know there's chairs that it probably is seeing. There's a chair, okay. Oh, uh, so to people who can't hear anything here, the, the device is beeping, but it only comes through the headset here. Oh, is it not beeping out? No, okay. it's only, okay. on the, it's it's only through the headset. It. But so it's just doing a beep, beep. Right, yeah. that lets you know that there is a something there. So there it goes. You also know the beeping is going to come because the tick, tick noise stops. So it sees a chair. I'll just turn again. So there it sees a chair. There's you can another hear chair. That, that There's beeping noise. noise. I'll keep looking this way. There's some more. Okay, so it's seeing it. Let's just switch it to table really quick and let's see how it does with a table. Looking for couch. Looking for table. All right, so now I'll do table. So we hear a tick tick noise, even though I'm looking at a table right now because I know there's one in front of me. <laughs> oh, there it goes. That now might be the conference table. table, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it does see a table. Now, doesn't give us much on distance right now. But um, I do believe the uh, the developer said they're working on using LiDAR. Well, not I'm sorry, not using LiDAR. The, the headset itself has two cameras in, in it. And so because of that, they can then use that to uh, calculate distance. Yeah, which would then so become pretty will, useful. Yes, yeah. yes, uh, knowing about how far away it is. Yeah. Corey, would you care to come and sit down again? Would love to. So, <laughs> um, so you got the My idea. Dogs are barking. <laughs> God, that's so, <laughs> so you got the idea. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Jonathan. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, switch so back. Yeah. There we go. So uh, you got the idea there of how the uh, object mode works, and it can be beneficial in helping us to identify where an object may be. As Corey said, it doesn't currently um, currently tell us distance. So. Um, that would add a lot more functionality. To yeah, that, I and think, the developers yeah. were really, the developer we spoke to was really, um, or the representative, I'm not sure he's a developer, sure, sure, but he was sure. super open and really yeah. kind of, you know, as I mentioned before we started this scene in object, I really was talking about real life. You know, one, one of the things that I, we, we, one of the things that is the facial recognition part, right? You walk into a room, you look, you wait for it to say someone's name, where you could just walk in and say, Luke, are you in here? Yep, okay. You know, so it's like, where is that real life yeah. e experience where you could just do things in a different way? And he was real open to that and sort of understood and, and had very similar thoughts about we need, it, we need real information. A I keep coming back to actionable information. Mm -hmm. If it beeps because it sees a chair, that's good. But I want to know two things mm. how far away is the chair mm -hmm. and is there anyone in the chair yes because what good is there knowing a chair there if somebody is not if we don't know if somebody's in it or not now mm -hmm. obviously there are many other techniques with your cane and your voice and your hand to figure out if someone's there but that's Be really the power. Using your hand. yes exactly <laughs> but that's the power of these devices these devices are supposed to make our life easier and help us avoid embarrassing situations and so we need actionable information yeah. Yes. from these devices. Yes, agreed. So we might not necessarily uh, be there yet with this device, but as Corey said, I mean, it seems like the developers are very open to yeah. feedback and also trying to make things as useful as possible. I will also say that went surprisingly well because uh, we did have some trouble trying to identify some other chairs previously. I think the type of chair definitely plays a role into um, you know how successful yeah. um, that is. So, yeah. you know, it might not always be 100% uh, accurate. And I also want to mention too that that everything we were just talking about and some of the shortcomings are not specific to the arcs vision right when you know the, the ai yes. the actionable that's that's more shortcomings of just AI the technology in general, general. so yeah. i do want to make that clear that that's not it's not something specific yeah. with this device yeah. and as you mentioned you know this headset yes it's hardware but all it is is a camera yeah. so as that ai gets better and they update the app the mm -hmm. camera you know you're going to get all those those updates as well yeah too. exactly so you'll get those for free um yeah so um, definitely a lot of potential there. And talking of potential, this segue doesn't make any sense. We're going to look <laughs> at facial recognition. Um, so uh, this will be the final feature that we'll take a look at. Well, don't forget QR codes. We're oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Why sorry, should we sorry. try to teach you? Since you're taught already. Yes. We'll and try we, and we teach saw something. that in scene yeah. that it said you. So maybe we'll look and try to uh, teach Jonathan real quick. And Marcy says in the chat here that uh, identifying people is one of her biggest problems. And I think that's you know fairly common as well. So facial recognition does have... Yeah 
potential yeah. for sure. And the facial recognition, this is, and this is, all right, this is a whole nother conversation and gets sort of spooky and decides where you want to go with this. But Marcy, you know, recognizing people. Well, facial recognition is only as good as the people you've programmed in, right? What, what really, where I really want to see it is I want it to be able to recognize anybody. Yeah. I want to walk up, even if I've never uh, taught them in, you know, Jonathan, I've never taught you, you know, taught your face to this device, right. but that I, I still would like it where I look at you and it says, um, you know, this is Jonathan. Uh, the last time you talked with Jonathan was two weeks ago and you guys <laughs> talked about this. I mean, that's AR, that's augmentative reality. That's right. Now there's a whole privacy discussion. Uh, does Jonathan want it to know it's him? Uh, I, I you control know. your memories and your yes. tool. Yeah, I, I want. Yeah, can you? Yes, and can you change? Like instead of it saying, you know, you had a fight with Jonathan last <laughs> week, it could say, you and Jonathan are best friends. Oh boy. <laughs> it can change history. But um, you know, so again, the facial recognition is great as long as the person's uh, saved into the device. Indeed. So let's do that. All right. So try. I'm going to put the Hot box back on. Here we go. Then I'm gonna hit triangle until we get to face. Document oh, uh, Short text. I assume headphones off. Search. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Face recognition. All right, so I'm just gonna look at him. And there it's automatically identifying. Should prompt me now to name him. <laughs> I love the music. What is that person's name? Jonathan the producer. All right, now I'm going to look away from Jonathan, right. and now I'm going to look back at him, and let's see how it does. Nope. Sees him. It's a lot of noise for that. I know. I love the music. Face <laughs> match. This looks like Jonathan, the producer. Okay. Hey. So it works great. It really does. The facial recognition it does a pretty good job. Well. It does, except. Uh oh. It is so slow. <laughs> Seriously, I could have just said Jonathan. I, mean, guys, who, I could have just said, who is that in front of me? I mean, the, the, the tick, 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 tick gets the picture, then we hear music, yeah. then it's I do like the matching, music, though. and then finally it took the match. By that time, Jonathan walked away. <laughs> He's not even there anymore. So that's part of, again, for me, is the real life um, you know, where are you going to use that real life? Get does someone it, to sit still, get, you know. Does it get faster? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, I mean, oh. it, it, you know, and, and it's not going to be faster with a better phone because we're at a Pixel 6, which, yeah. you know, the 7's not going to be much different. It's just because of, I think, the process of it, grabbing it, sending it up to the internet, doing the match, then pushing back down. You know, in, in order for that to be, in, in order for facial recognition to be very useful, it needs to be almost yeah, instantaneous yes. and we're just not there yet no but i will say though okay so we were like you were 15 feet away from jonathan mm -hmm. i would estimate Easy. and it still managed to save his face and then be able to use that to identify him that's yes. pretty darn good that's now, pretty darn it good need a lot of data how long do you think it took to actually like yeah it wasn't a lot of pictures it was taken no, yeah like i mean that, we so. don't know how many pictures it takes no. you know obviously True. what i'd be curious Put your headphones back on uh, this oh, time. Yes, let's have a, let's see now if we've changed Jonathan's look a little bit with some headphones. Right. Or like I take off my glasses. Yeah, let's see if it can actually now find him again. Or is it real? Some some facial recognition is so kind of prescribed on what the picture, original picture was. Object search. Face Oh, I went too far. Oh, no. Come back around. It's like when you use the remote <laughs> on the TV. Okay, so I'm going to look at Jonathan now. Oh. Okay, sees a person. Oh, but we'll we get the match. We don't know who the person is. Oh. This looks like Jonathan, the producer. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, really good. Right. Awesome. So good job. Yeah, I had headphones and headphones on and no glasses. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that's pretty, pretty sure that's better than Orcams. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, that was a significant. Now Orcams, I think, is faster though. Yeah. True. True. But it uh, the accuracy that was good, especially yeah. with making some significant changes mm. to. His I was look facing too. away from you for some of that. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And now even recognizing from behind. Now from now on, I can only talk to your back because it recognizes <laughs> the back <laughs> of your head. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, that was uh, excellent. Now, we are at 11.56 here. I'm not sure we have time for the QR code. That's fine. Think? It yeah. does QR codes. Look at a QR code. Uh, if it redirects to a web, if, it's a, if the QR code is a redirect to a browser, you press the center circle button, and that'll open up your default browser on your device yeah. for you to go to the website. Yeah, there you go. There you enough, go. Enough <laughs> so. Which, I mean, I, I think barcode scanning would have been more helpful, to be honest. Well, and uh, Charles, uh, the, the developer that we talked to, the reason they chose QR code is that there his data is telling him that barcodes are being replaced by with QR, QR right. codes. So in the mm -hmm. future, products will no longer have barcodes and there'll be QR codes. So yeah. I don't know if that's their thought is just kind of future proofing. Yeah, that would make sense. All right. So that was the ARX or ArxVision, depending on how you pronounce it. Yeah. And uh, like I say, it is available now. It is $12.99. And uh, you do need your own Android smartphone. If you go to their website, arx.vision, uh, that's arx.vision, maybe I should put that in the chat also, um, then you will be able to actually find a compatibility list for the Android phones that they support. And so I, if you are an Android user and you're interested in this uh, device, I would 100% recommend checking that out first because performance definitely is going to be related to the type of phone mm -hmm. that you have. Um, and you can also purchase the device from their website as well, if you are so inclined to do so. So wrap up thoughts, Corey, uh, how, how do you feel about the ARCs vision i think if you have an android device you struggle with using apps that use the camera then the arcs vision is a great option for you i do think when be my eyes and ira is in implemented yes. then it's really going to be because that those two uh, services hands-free really open you up for way more uh, travel yeah, activity sure, and things sure, like that sure. so um, that is my thoughts uh, on, on the device. Yes. Uh, Jonathan, your thoughts on the Arx Vision? It seems like a good way to grill your temple. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think that it's ready. Okay. Um, Got it. I, I would say it has potential. Yes. So here, feel, you can feel I was wearing it this whole time. I mean, what, in your opinion, well, how warm is that? Guy. It's perfect for the, those cold December days. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you're outside, it's a nice little. Uh, you don't need ear warmers. You can just yeah. put that on. Except <laughs> it's on your temple. Yeah. You're, you're right. <laughs> um, I'm inclined to agree with Corey and Jonathan. You know, a lot of these devices they do release in. I don't want to say an unfinished state, but in in a state which. Decent. Yeah, in a decent state, mm -hmm. whereas they have the potential to get to an excellent state. And we have seen this before with the Orcam as well. You know, the initial offering is nowhere near as good as what is available now. And a lot of that was done through software updates. Mm -hmm. So I think at the moment, this is, is decent. It has some good features and they work decently well. And I think with further development, it definitely could uh, become uh, indispensable to some people's toolkits. I think the construction guys are doing Morse code. Oh, yeah. yeah Help, me. <laughs> Help me. They're forcing me to drill. Yeah. <laughs> are we sure these aren't ghosts? Cool. Good call. Oh, it's Halloween. Yeah. This building is haunted. Yeah. I'm glad that we Don't managed to get through the show today and not get too distracted no. by that drilling because it could have been a disaster. Yeah. I've been sitting in my well, office this week trying to do work and it's been oh, so man. hard. Thankfully, the people on YouTube don't have to worry because they couldn't <laughs> hear us anyway. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. We very much appreciate it. I do want to remind you that we do have a YouTube channel. That is right we do have a youtube channel and it has been rebranded recently if you want to get to our youtube channel the direct url is youtube.com forward slash vision forward tech connect that Correct, is correct okay. yeah we got some great jonathan's editing <sighs> Fantabulous! It is. Yeah, that, some great. Uh, great last word. few uh, videos have been wonderful. Yeah. So um, the last one we did was on whether you should update to iOS 16, which mm -hmm. I believe we also did a live show on. We did. And um, the one that's coming up for release next, which was, should be next Thursday, is yep. scheduled. Although it may release earlier, I'm not sure. It's, I haven't checked with Jonathan. Possible. Yep, it's possible. Yep. Uh, but so that one will be on the Arcs Vision. So actually, it will be covering the kind of stuff that we did today, but in a snappier and uh, more comedic format. Maybe. I was just gonna, yeah. There's yeah. some. There's it, there's some. We have fun in them. They're we worth do. watching. Um, so do go to youtube.com forward slash vision forward in focus if you would like to see more content. And in two weeks time, we will be back with this show and we will be talking about something with somebody. We will be covering cooking Thanksgiving oh, cooking right. tips yeah. with, with Rose, Rose Visser, yeah. our occupational therapist, who's also a 
Certified low vision therapist. Yeah, so I guess we'll probably be setting up in the kitchen for that I, one. The, we need to figure that out. That's, that's, we bring the kitchen in here. <laughs> the and the we green screen a kitchen and, and there's <laughs> turkey behind us. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. And then following that, the two weeks after that, I think that might be the final break. show of... Oh, no, it'll be a break. That's yep, right. Thanksgiving break. Two and then weeks we'll after that, December. final show of the year with Sam talking yeah, about Sam, a wrap-up. Sam from The Blind Life. Yeah, so we're almost at the end of the year and then we'll yes. have an exciting new schedule. And if you do want to check the schedule and things like that, you can go to vision-forward.org forward slash tech connect to see uh, the upcoming schedule and yep. also other resources and things like that. You got it. That's enough of us talking for today. Thank you everybody for joining us. We hope to see you in two weeks time and have a great Halloween. Bye all. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Connect Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, be sure to join us next time. For all things Tech Connect, go to vision-forward.org slash techconnect.